This is Dai Zenshui X, the podcast, episode 124 for the week of April 13th, 2008. Welcome to Dai's and Shui X, the podcast, an extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site, Dai's and Shui X. We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. Hey, everyone, what's up? Yay, Woo, podcast yeah. episode. Wait, why is there no female voice at all? Um, we are missing some estrogen. Something's wrong. Something's amiss. Someone's working. Yeah, <laughs> and someone's home today. Wait, a couple people are home today. Yeah, pretty much. What's up, dude? Oh, not too much, man. Hey, your name is Jeff. That's right. I mean, see, this is weird because very early on, I would say you're not really a Dragon Ball fan, but I mean, you're close by and you know anime and stuff. But now we're almost done with the quote unquote Dragon Ball portion of the manga with you. Yeah. So, like, you're kind of a fan now. Yeah, pretty much. That's cool. Yeah, I'm sort of getting there. I guess this qualifies, right? Yeah, why not? Uh, great, awesome. Well, people like your voice, too, so, I mean, it, it works out nicely for All right, every, good. everyone involved. Well, you know, I gotta I gotta say I'm a little phlegmy. I was telling you, uh, you know, with changing of the seasons, there's yes, a little yes. bit of the mucus flow going on here, so do <laughs> Keep it to me. yourself over there. Well, I'll just move like this the entire recording through my mood. That'd be awesome. That'd be wonderful. That'd be great podcast listening material i might start crying okay you're jeff <laughs> yes i am you're here because well the main reason you're here is because no one really wants to listen to mike talk to himself for an extended period of time myself included so the hmm. last thing i want to edit is a long stretch of my own voice so you're here for me to play off of and talk with and hey what's up yeah it certainly helps i mean no woman no julian we don't really know what happened to julian julian's alive and that's about as much as i can say yeah so, so if you're Jeff, my name is Mike, Vegito EX. Mary's not here. She's at work. We're recording in the middle of the day on Friday because two of us are home today and it's awesome. Woohoo! Uh, I'm actually going to be out of town all weekend. Mary and I are going down to Virginia. It's my uh, my mom's 50th birthday, so there's a little surprise Ooh, party nice. going Congrats on. Congrats to her. So we're heading down there after Mary gets off of work today. And so basically, like, I got to do the podcast now to put it up Sunday night when I get back. Maybe. Hopefully, it'll be up on time. Hopefully, yeah. So that's why Mary's not here. Julian's not here. And this is a funny story. So I, I've told this to you and Mary already, but, you know, maybe the podcast listeners need to hear it. I think Julian needs to hear it because yes. i know he'll listen to the episode that's a great idea so i know julian had some new job stuff going on over there in japan he's going to be moving into a new place it's like all right cool you know we managed to get uh two i guess it'd be two weeks ago was the last time julian was on the show we got that out of the way he's like i'll keep you up to date you know what's going on where i'm gonna be i'll probably have internet whatever so you know time goes by time goes by i don't hear from julian i don't hear from julian other people don't hear from julian like all right we hope he's alive and not dead in some japanese ditch somewhere so I'm going through the website referrals the other day. So I'd like to see, you know, how people are getting to Daizen Shui X, what pages they're arriving on, and all that kind of good behind-the-scenes stuff. And we get a referral from this One Piece forum that I know Julian posts on every once in a while. And it's a post from him on April 8th, which is, you know, much later than anyone has talked to him. So like, all right, Julian's somewhere, he's alive, and he has the time to post on another forum, but he hasn't said hello to any of us yet. So I sent him an email and I'm like, hey, dude, what's going on? You know, how's the job? How's the living? How's everything going over there? I haven't heard back from him yet. 
So I think oh. Julian is breaking up with me. Uh. And it's just one of those I'm not telling you I'm breaking up with you moments. Mm-hmm. So, But hopefully he listens to this and realizes that maybe... Julian, you can't break up with me. I don't allow this. I do not acknowledge and recognize your breakup. You must come back to the show. We look forward to hearing from you again. The listeners love you. You gotta come back. So hopefully we'll see Julian next Yeah, time. look, man, I'm having the substitute for you today. This is, it can't get worse than and this. Jeff doesn't know anything. Jeff is dumb. He says everything wrong. He hasn't seen half the series. Yeah, what the hell, man? Come on. Help me out here. <laughs> Jeff, we love you. Thank you're, you. You're here. You got a deeper voice than I do. It, it compresses really well. <laughs> oh, great. And I don't have to put extra work and like fiddling with the equalizers to try and make my voice sound acceptable. You know, you work out really nicely over there. I always sound acceptable, I guess. That that works out for me. I like yeah, that. It does. Yep. All right. So let's talk about this episode. Obviously, it's going to be kind of a off-the-wall, what-the-hell's-going-on kind of episode. I've actually titled this episode, Where's Julian and Where's My Chozenju? <laughs> because I don't know where either of them are. Mm-hmm. I was really hoping... We were going to be doing an interview, but I hadn't finished... <laughs> Admittedly, this is my fault. I hadn't finished uh, all the questions for it yet and sent it over and got to arrange that. So that wasn't going to be this week. I was hoping to get the Chozenshu, which is that 13 CD music, awesome, amazing CD box set. But it hasn't come in yet. It shipped on April 1st. And it's over a week later. What's the date today? I need to roll over the clock. It says it's April 11th. Typically, I get stuff seven to eight days from CD Japan. It's rare that I don't get it exactly one week from the ship date. Hmm. Very rare. And it still hasn't arrived yet. So I'm hoping it comes today. I'll be out of town tomorrow. So then, I mean, that pushes back my getting into at least Monday. Mm-hmm. I really want it so I can like bring it down the trip with me and you know, listen to all my live songs and English shit. But it's not here yet, and we were actually talking about it briefly on my forum. It sounds like this is kind of a global thing where no one's really gotten it yet, even though it's kind of shipped out to everyone. So huh? I, I don't know. I was really hoping to do some brief thoughts on the Chosen issue this episode, but that's probably not going to happen. So maybe next episode. No, I keep pushing off these interviews. If you go by what I say in the actual episodes, these interviews happened like a month ago. But, you know, I obviously am not on top of my game here, but I'll blame it on the Japanese post office. I was just going to say there's probably something over at the export office going like, oh, my God, they got the Chosen issue. Let's open it up. Let's look at it. <laughs> Let's listen to it. Oh, those bastards. Send me my music. <laughs> So uh, that's that. I think this is going to be the first ever episode of Daizenshu EX, the podcast, without a real topic. <gasps> so we'll kind of do extra discussion on all the other stuff to try and make up for not having a topic. We're looking for content. <laughs> I was so banking on that CD set showing up for me to, you know, at least talk about it for five to ten minutes. Well, the more discussion we do, the more chance the post office <laughs> is going to really arrive. Hoping. Is that what you're going for I, here? I'm really hoping that while we're recording, oh my the God. mail lady's going to drive up and ring the doorbell. That's like, Here's your sit from Japan. Oh, and that is, that is not being edited out. That is staying in the episode if yes, that happens. Yes, absolutely. Yep, absolutely. Yep. I can't remember what time the mail usually comes, but I think if we just keep doing the episode... 2, 2 it, It's possible. Yeah. It's possible. All right, so that's it. Maybe we'll have a topic. I don't know. We can, like, unbox it. Can you imagine, though, we'll do, like, so much discussion on the other stuff that when the box actually I know, comes, I know. we'll the do another will be hour. an hour long. Yeah. I'm not going to want to put anything else in the show. It finally shows up. I'm like, fuck, I don't want to record this anymore. <laughs> Whatever. So if anything, you'll at least be able to hear us unbox it. But that's about the best we're going to be able to I do. I am going to put pictures up, like I did when Dragon Box and Movies came in. Mm-hmm. I did, like, a picture gallery. I was going to say picture galaxy. 
I don't think that's a correct maybe, phrase. Well, maybe you had enough pictures to fill a galaxy, right? True enough. There? Yes. There? I'm going to do the same kind of thing when I unbox this. Because I have to imagine, 13 CDs, it's got to be decent enough packaging, you know, big enough box. It's Japanese packaging. If we know anything about Japanese packaging, this thing's going to be yeah. awesome. I forget how much I paid in shipping. Oh, wow. It was probably pretty expensive. I didn't yeah. really look. I was just kind of like, like, next, next, next. Let's go. <laughs> Anyways, the rest of this episode, what do we got going on? We are doing a contest, so we'll be uh, talking more about that later on in the episode. It's for the Commander Red Saga two-disc set, so we got that. We do have some news that's pretty awesome. I don't think there's any releases. I do have a couple emails. Like I said, we got that contest. So there's some cool stuff going on. Speaking of DVDs, and I made a note about this up on the homepage, but I tried updating the DVD guide on the website. It's really funny. When you type in DBZ DVD guide into Google, we're number one. Right. Number one hit. Good. Because it's awesome because we got this really cool DVD guide. Except Funimation makes it inherently impossible to keep it up to date in a logical fashion hmm. because the way these season sets are going like some of them over like season one season two that kind of overlaps with previous releases there's that canceled ultimate uncut edition run that had nine volumes and like the original releases from the mid 90s so i'm trying to make sense of like how, how do i lay this out on the page mm-hmm. and it doesn't help that like this is a hobby so i don't keep my coding on Daisenshu EX up to date and it still runs like a website from 2001. Right. So like, it's really difficult to try and keep this stuff up to date and I'm just trying to lay out these images on the page with descriptions and I'm going, I don't know how to do this. What am I... Oh, so I kind of did as much as I could. The problem is never update a website at like midnight because you're going to make mistakes. Oh God. So I forgot what time I, I actually made the update on the homepage and so I, I did that. I was like, if you see any mistakes, please let me you know. Within five minutes of making the update, I had half a dozen emails from people being like, uh, this number's off and like this box art should go here. And that's really helpful to me because it's the kind of thing where you can look at it over and over and over. And the more you look at it, the less you see. Yeah, absolutely. It's just all gibberish to me. The real moral of the story is don't do HTML at midnight. No. <laughs> <laughs> Especially bad old non-standard HTML. Right. Tables. Uh, but the DVD guide is, as far as I know right now, it's pretty up to date, including the season five box set that'll be coming out in May. So, I mean, there's some pretty good reference material. I even put in some of the Blu-ray releases and that kind of stuff. That's another thing. I'm like, how do I factor in Blu-ray releases? Do I keep it as part of the regular DVD guide? There's only two-ish right now, so I might as well just kind of note it on the page. Yeah. There's no Japanese high-def releases of it yet, yeah. so... You're going to have to do, like, a, an addendum of the DVD guide. Probably. Until the point where you get, like, TV, uh, like a 10 of the DVDs or Blu-ray exactly. coming out. Then you make it own section. Right. Yeah. So right now, there's yeah. the only one that's actually out is the Broly double feature, DBZ Movies 8 and 10. I'm like, alright, I'll just throw that on the DBZ Movies DVD page, because it's just the one. Then the Bardock and Trunks TV specials are coming out out on Blu-ray, and then we're getting DBZ Movies 1 and 2. So I'm still like, okay, that's only a couple. I'll just put them on those individual pages that make sense for now. A year from now, I probably won't have updated anything. I'll have to keep it up to date, be like, oh, what did I do? Why did I do it this way? Oh, frustration. Anyways, the DVD guide (laughs) should be pretty up to date. (laughs) So if you want to know what episodes are on what sets, what belong to what quote-unquote seasons from Funimation, etc., go check that out. Other stuff, and I I didn't actually put this up on the site anywhere. Maybe I'll have to add it over to maybe the video page and the music video page or something. The first anime music video I ever did back in 2000 
was something called Better Off Dead. It was the newfound glory song, Better Off Dead, from the self-titled album, and it was just Dragon Ball footage. It was the first video I did on a computer. Actually, the first anime music video I ever did on my own. Technically, I kind of helped Mary pick scenes for a video using Madonna's Vogue, like, shortly after we met. That was our idea of a good time after getting together. Let's make a music video. Nice. Typical nerd, so. Anyways, so this was the first video I did on my own, on my computer capturing footage. It's just a completely not, like, nothing makes sense. There's no connection between anything, whatever. So a couple years ago for AWA, our panel there, I took my original video as it was. It was in ASF format. I don't know if you remember what that was. It was like pre-streaming WMV, Microsoft, ASF, and ASX, and that kind of stuff. I don't know why I saved it in that format. I I thought it was a good idea at the time. Right. Sure. So I converted it over from that, and I subtitled the video. I just played the video as is, and at the bottom of the screen with all the different scenes and no timings and stuff, I just made comments about the video. You know, years of hindsight, I, I can actually make somewhat respectable videos now. Here's what is going on in my head now as I watch this video. And I actually elsewhere wrote up a whole bunch of details on the kind of responses it got on YouTube versus elsewhere. But it's just a fun little thing you can check out. It's somewhat Dragon Ball related because it was my first DBZ anime music video. And you can see some of the nonsense that I did. I was just trying. Be respectful of his artwork. No, don't be. I wasn't. (laughs) See, for me, it's really important Mm. to be able to take... not. There's no way you can be unbiased, but kind of a slightly more objective look at the work all these years later. Well, it's years and years since you've done it. Obviously, right. there's been some changes since you've made it. Learned a lot, come to a lot additional understandings about how I prefer to make things. Yeah, and everybody's done it. Everyone who's done a first video goes back and... Everyone and, has a first video. Because I did it. Remember, I did it for mine too. The Every Breath You Take video I did true. comments with as well. So What did you do? It wasn't... Was it kind of like pop-up style where you had text on the screen? I it was subtitled. It was, was subtitled, it sub- okay. but I had like... Oh, I also had the original police music video in the corner oh that's right so right. i did like part pop-up part subtitle thing <laughs> jeff what was the story with that was it you submitted it to a convention and they said that there wasn't enough anime footage in it oh not so just, you calculated the percentages yes not just a con but otakon otakon <laughs> banned it. my video because they said i didn't have enough uh anime footage in it and said that there was more of the music video footage in there and i said wait a minute no there's there's not more real music video footage in here and so i i calculated it and figured out that there was at least a minute more of anime footage in there than there was the original music video. And, and by percentages, that's predominantly anime. Exactly. You could have just told me it's copyright infringement and you won't allow the original music video in there. That would have been fine. But no, instead, they're like, well, the music video's in here more. I'm like, no, I have the numbers. It's not that way. Well, I mean, that was a long time ago for Otakon. Right, exactly. And it was Matt Pison. And it's not like he's a bad guy. No, I love Pison. He's awesome. So I understand completely. It was just kind of funny to me. Yeah, it was so, that was incredibly <laughs> funny. So, yeah, my first AMV, it, it's over on YouTube. Uh, the profile channel, whatever you want to call it, is just DizeyX over there. So it's the latest video. You can go check it out and be enthralled by some of the responses. <laughs> I, I don't know. Typically, in, I think if you're a listener of the show and reader of the site and all that, and you check out the videos we put up, I almost make it a rule to not respond to YouTube comments. It, it doesn't accomplish anything. People already have their opinions, and nothing you're going to type in 500 characters is going to change that opinion. Mm -hmm. So I typically just, whatever, if someone has an opinion, that's a legitimate opinion, let them have it. But there were were a couple on this I was like, where did that come from? Uh, I don't know. So I kind of responded. But check it out. Fun times. Internet dramas is always interesting. 
It's not really drama. I hate that kind of stuff. And this was like so close to verging on it. And I'm like, I got to go do something else. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right. So that's kind of like site housekeeping. DVD guys updated. There's new video over on YouTube. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I, I guess we'll talk about the news now because we actually have some pretty cool news. So I was hoping that the CD box set would be in because it would tie in nicely with the news because there's music news. Oh, really? I love new CDs. Hopefully this one will actually come out. So we had recently news about the Super Survivor kind of CD single, mini album, whatever. The opening theme to um, Sparking Meteor and then also Burst Limit was going to get like the CD single, mini album release. And the listing went up and CD Japan took my order. And then they kind of quasi canceled the CD or delayed it indefinitely. And there's been no word on it. That was weird. And now there's been another new CD announced. So I'm kind of hoping, well, maybe this one will actually come out. Yeah, how can you put your faith in them when they yeah, screw right? you once like that? So here's the details on this new one coming out. This is called the 21st Century Version. <laughs> That's the subtitle for it. And it's Romantiku Ageruyo and Makafushigi Adobencha. And that's actually the ending and opening, respectively, of the original Dragon Ball TV series. Nice. So they're calling this 21st Century Version. And immediately that brings to mind, to me, the 2005 versions they put out of Hedgehala and also Makafushigi uh, in 2005, a few years ago. So it's weird that they're going to do another new version of kind of one of the same songs. And we weren't really big on those releases back in 2000. 2005, they sound, I think we described them as very midi-fied, like Aww. not really up to date. So 21st century version, it sounds almost the same as like 2005 version. Like what are you going to really do to update it? Mm-hmm. So we're looking forward to seeing what they're going to actually do with this. Now these are actually going to be performed by the original artist, just like the 2005 versions. That's Ushio Hashimoto and Hiroki Takahashi respectively. This is coming out on June 4th of this year. It's going to be eight tracks retailing for 1,600 yen. So about 16 bucks the way the exchange rate works right now that's pretty much exactly 16 bucks and the catalog number is kdsd-210 so let's go down the list here the eight tracks first is romantic the uh, ending theme to dragon ball Track two is Makafushigi, the opening theme to Dragon Ball. Those are the 21st century versions of those songs. Track three is Mr. Dorimo Osagase, which is actually just an image song from the Dragon Ball era. And if you don't know what an image song is, it's kind of like in the spirit of, inspired by kind of thing. So it was just a song by this artist on a Dragon Ball CD back then. Hmm. But it's an old image song, which is, and that's a 21st century version of that as well. Which is interesting because now we're getting two new songs, and I guess you would call them two new image songs. Because they're by these artists and they're on, you know, this very specific Dragon Ball CD, but they're not actually like theme songs to any new games or anything like that. So that's interesting. The first one is called Aoi Hoshi ni Umarete, which would come out to something like Born on a Blue Star. And then the next one is Inazuma Challenger. And we don't really know anything about these other than that they're going to be new songs by these artists. And I think they're actually both duets by the male and female singer. Hmm. So that'll be kind of cool. And then additionally, we have a remix version of Romantic Ageru Yo. And then track seven is a remix of Makafushigi. The most interesting one here is track eight, the last track. An English version of Makafushigi Adventure. Buh? Yeah, by the Japanese artist. Buh? By Hiroki Takahashi. Ooh. So that's pretty cool. I mean, we've kind of had English versions in the past. The old Harmony Gold dub did... In- you would say English version rather than English translation because it was one of those deals where it was the song but not really the translated lyrics to it or anything like that. Rewrite. 
So, I mean, it was kind of Makabushigi in English back then. And even when Funimation went back and redid Dragon Ball, they did their own English version of Makabushigi. So, you know, we've had English adaptations, but this is an English version by the Japanese singer. And that's always really cool to me. Because we had Hironobu Kakiyama uh, many years ago in the past. He did English versions of Hedshala, We Got a Power, and Bokutachi Watenshidata. And they're just great because, you know, it's the singer of those songs with his really awful attempts at singing romanized English kind of thing. Well, what do you think he's going to sing at Otakon then? Do you think he's going to do the originals or do you think he's oh, going to yeah, sing it'll, it'll be in Japanese, yeah. Jam Project, they'll be singing in Japanese. Yeah, okay. But except in between songs, they'll be like, okay! Oh, God. Yes! Another batch of... I am happy to be here! Do they eat crap too? <laughs> you eat crap? <laughs> Greatest line of any Otakon ever. Thank you, Hyde. We appreciate this. Hyde, you're awesome. So... That's kind of uh, the rundown of this new CD. I'm really looking forward to it. It's coming out in June, and hopefully we'll see some samples online in the near future. They're usually pretty good about putting up uh, samples of the songs. So that's the music news. What else do we have going on? Only other neat thing, and you might want to give this a read. Mm -hmm. It's an article that popped up over on IGN. They've done a couple articles about DBZ in the past recently in their anime section. And this is actually written by someone different than those last two, so I thought that was interesting. This is called What's Wrong with DBZ? Part 1. Mm -hmm. I thought this was a really cool article. So it kind of runs down some of the most, I I would say, popular but also legitimate criticisms of the TV series as a whole. Like, number one, the expositional battles. Number two, the seemingly endless levels of power. Mm. Number three, the animation recycling. Number four, recycled predictable plot. Number five, this is the show that never ends. Hmm. And then really interestingly, number six, the dub. Ah. It, this was, it, I found this a fascinating read. Now, the thing with this article is, and we had a little bit of a discussion over on the forum about this, and I know lots of other Dragon Ball specific forums are like up in flames right now over this kind of article. Mm-hmm. The thing is, this article is not written for us. It's not written for Dragon Ball fans. It very heavily emotionally appeals to us because we are Dragon Ball fans and it's an article about something we love. And people are like, yeah, well, we know all this and blah, blah, blah. And we talk about this. Well, it's not for you. It's for someone who doesn't know a whole lot about it or for someone who is kind of wavering on what they think about it. So it's not for you. It's for me. Exactly. There we go. This article was written for Jeff. There we go. Which is why I think it'd be a pretty neat read for you. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of the criticisms of this article are from, you know, pretty hardcore fans. And while they may have legitimate criticisms of the way that this is written and some of the points they bring up, I I do have to reiterate, it's not for us. Mm -hmm. So you have to read it with that perspective. And Mary and I, it's no, I don't even know how to, you can't dance around it. We're not fans of the dub. We don't like the dub. We've never really liked the dub. We're never going to like the dub. And so, of course, you're going to be like, ah, ha, ha, they're criticizing the dub, lardy lar, we love that. (laughs) But the thing is, the criticisms of the dub aren't coming from us. They're coming from IGN written to a general audience. And that general audience typically only knows the dub. And so they can have the the thoughts and the feelings of, well, I watched it and what's wrong with it, you know? Mm -hmm. Or they could just not know anything about it. And I know Julian had this when he was, uh, when One Piece first came over to the U.S. and 4Kids was doing it. He's got that situation of, oh, no, that that's not what I like. See, it's originally in Japanese and, you know, there's this really nice story and it's not corny and that kind of stuff. I mean, season three, that's how we were with Dragon Ball, where we're like, no, no, that's not what we're 
watching, you know, that kind of thing. You know, we're long past season three. It's That was 1990. It's almost 10 years later from Funimation's, you know, initial in-house attempt at it. But it's neat to see this mainstream feature to a mainstream audience address the fact that, you know what? The Dragon Ball Z dub never has been treated as a legitimate anime dubbing. It's always been a Dragon Ball Z dubbing. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how else to describe it. I don't want to dwell on it too long because you know our thoughts on it. You know how we feel. And you know how you feel about it. Like I said, it emotionally appeals to us one way or the other. So nothing I say is going to change that. Nothing this guy says is going to change that. But read it with that knowledge in mind and maybe you'll read it a little bit differently. I I thought it was a fascinating read from that perspective. And this says part one. I have to imagine it'll be a part two at some point. Well, he highlighted some major points in this one already. I know. I don't really know what part two is going to have. A lot of people were bringing up on our forum like filler material. That kind of like filler arcs. Of which in DBZ there's really only two. But there's everyday filler that Pat out episodes and mm-hmm. that could be a legitimate thing to bring up in a part two yeah right but yeah they, they hit up a lot of stuff in this part one so i don't know what else they could possibly talk about <laughs> but check it out read it um let us know what you think about it we have a thread about it and um if you're going to respond over there on ign maybe you know give them some responses with proper capitalization and punctuation and and show that there are some intelligent dragon ball fans out there there is a very bad stigma against you people right now please prove them wrong <laughs> exactly so I think that's all we can really ask oh, for right now. I was going to say, because the worst thing you're going to see is part two is going to come out, and the number one thing they put in there is the, the fans. fans. Exactly. exactly. Yep. Which is a, I hate to keep using the word legitimate, but it's a legitimate criticism. It made me stop working on my site for a year. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that was also the heyday of like shenanigans going on with Funimation <laughs> and stuff. So. Right. But... It's true. And they even kind of hint at that in the opening to the article Hmm. where they're like, you know, Dragon Ball fans, uh, read the article, check it out and let us know what you think. I think that's the news for the week. I mean, it's not a lot of news, but it gives us some pretty cool discussion points anyways. And so I thought that was neat. So with the news done and the mail not here yet, I guess at this point, let me look at the outline because I'm not saying news. Okay, we did that topic. Well, the mail's not here yet. Julian's DVC ABCs, okay, well, Julian's not here. Mary's top five, all right, well, Mary's not here. Releases, okay, there's nothing else coming out the rest of April. All right, that takes us over to the emails. We forgot to do this little thing last week, which I'm really sad about. Two weeks ago, we introduced the YouTube comment of the week, which is just, because you know how YouTube is. Oh, The God, comments yeah. just tend to make no sense whatsoever. And so we just want to highlight some of these where we literally say WTF in response to them because we don't know what they're talking about. We literally have no idea what they're talking about. So this first one here, this was on the Sparking Meteor opening, Super Survivor, the song, you know, videos up on YouTube, whatever. So Jeff, let's pretend that your name is The Dark 2042. Okay. And you watch this video and you were going to comment on it. Okay. And you type the following. I have 500 characters to do this in. Yes, you have 500 characters. You leave the comment. DBZ, BT3. Chirp, chirp. That's it? That, that, that was their comment. It, it didn't seem to be a response to anyone else. It was just, okay, so Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi 3. Yes, that's the American and other global name of the game. Okay. Well, did someone ask a question? Is this no, Jeopardy? No, no, no. It was just their, their own individual comment. It wasn't threaded in response to anyone. Uh, uh, but... <laughs> like... What? <but. laughs> 
<laughs> I don't understand. D- yes, that's that's the abbreviation for the American release name of the game. Uh, I mean, was that even in the video's info or something? I mean, yes. But <laughs> so I found that really funny and thoroughly confusing, and I've been scratching my head about that for ages now. I think my brain's going to explode. <laughs> I, I legitimately think it's going to explode right now. Nice. During emails, I'll just be talking. You'll hear the smoke go. <laughs> All right. So that was our YouTube comment this week. Hopefully, we'll have another cool one for you next week. We're going to turn it over to a couple regular emails. Now, admittedly, these are kind of like semi-praising emails. And I'm not reading them because of that. But they actually have some questions in there, too. So whatever. We'll uh, we'll answer their questions. Jeff, you're a different voice. So I'm going to have you read the emails. Here. Alrighty. First one here comes to us from James. Maybe what I should do is uh, if they give us any comments, I'll, I'll do it in like a very condescending tone. Just like, oh, to, to balance out the, exactly. the rest of it. Be like, your site is great. It has some awesome information in it. God. <laughs> God. <laughs> right, what's James have to say here while I drink my iced coffee? <laughs> James has to say, hi, Mike, Mary, and Julian. Of which there is only me. I've been a long-time listener to your podcast and an even longer Dragon Ball fan. Much like Mary, I watched Dragon Ball Z on the international channel and immediately was won over by the great music. Since then, I've purchased the Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z complete 5-CD soundtrack. Over time, I've tried to find as many foreign versions to the various Dragon Ball themes as I could. I found that different countries provided their own style of instruments to the song. Personally, my favorite non-Japanese versions of classics like Chala, Head Chala, and We Got a Power would be the German versions. Do any of you have a favorite foreign Dragon Ball theme? Keep up the great podcast. I do indeed. You know, we give uh, Funimation a lot of crap for changing the music and changing the themes and stuff. So it's kind of a hypocritical response for me to have, but I feel the song is in the same spirit as the original Japanese songs. And so with that, I feel it's, I feel like I'm using this word for the billing time this episode. It's like a legitimate changing of the theme. It's an Italian theme for Dragon Ball Z. It's called What's My Destiny? And it's, it's kind of got a foreboding tone to it, but it's also very, very much uplifting and fun to it. And that reminds me of something like Hedgehala, where it's, you know, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, like training dinosaurs to ride a ball and icicles and if the world erupts and, you know, that kind of makes no sense with Dragon Ball, <laughs> except it kind of does because mm-hmm. of the way Goku and Gohan are, just their carefree attitude and love of Earth and life. And What's My Destiny, just, it gives me that same feeling. I know the lyrics in Japanese to Hedgehala, but I don't speak Japanese, so it doesn't quite have the same connection as an English song would. And so I kind of have the same thing going on with the Italian song, where I can read along with the lyrics, I can read along with the translation, but it's still foreign to my ears, mm-hmm. but it evokes this same feeling as Hedgehala. And that's why I think I love that song so much. Nice. And that's a cool song. Um, German stuff is cool too. I, I can't deny that. I like those. <laughs> Jeff, have you heard any foreign songs? You're the only other one here, so. You know what? Uh, I wouldn't be able to tell you my favorite. I could definitely tell you my least favorite. Okay. Um, the ending... <laughs> <laughs> the Dragon Ball Z theme on, uh, from what I've seen on Cartoon Network anyway. That, oh, just the wailing guitars and stuff? No, not even uh, the Magic Can Happen to You thing. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, oh, the original Dragon Ball. The, oh, that's the original Dragon Ball. That's yeah, right. except that's, yeah. The, that's the actual song, just in English. Are you shitting that's me? That's Romantic Aguario. Oh, yeah. man. I, God, I don't know. I'm listening to that and going, does this have anything to do I with Dragon Ball? I can understand not really liking that song with the context of Dragon Ball. You're really telling me that that's the actual... Yes, yes. That's the, the original closing theme, just being done in English. But, oh, man. <laughs> Jeez, sorry, guys, but I'm telling you, that song just... 
Dragon Ball? I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm reading the manga right now and going like, this is a surrealistic journey into the psychosis of a manga career. This is excellent. I'm listening to that song going, hi, we're Hello Kitty substitute. What the fuck? It's like, come on. This is something at the end of like Strawberry Shortcake, the cartoon or Rainbow Bright. What am I doing listening to this at the end of Dragon Ball? I have a sentimental attachment to it, but I can understand very much being like, what the hell? Because Zenkai Power, the first ending to DBZ, is kind of like the same thing. Mm-hmm. Aliens and popcorn and <laughs> who the hell knows what they're talking It's like another Gohan drunk song. Yeah, right. Whatever. Cool. Fine. All right. Sorry, couldn't get a better response that, than that That's one, fine. But... It's your honest opinion. I appreciate it. If that. I could channel Mary and Julian, I'm sure I'd have much better responses, but... You know, Mary's I, busy. And I don't know what Mary's yeah. response would be, actually. You don't think? No idea? I have no idea. I think she likes What's My Destiny. Hmm. I don't know if that would be her number one pick. But, uh, hey, we'll find out in the future. Well, I got to ask then. Uh, okay. There's, there's Italian, German, Spanish, probably. Spanish versions are really good. Spanish versions and, also. And, you know, the Mexican dubs are always, you know, amazingly accurate and well-produced. And they do Spanish versions of the actual songs. Right. So it's like a Spanish hechala and Spanish makifushigi. And cool. they're well done. I like them. That's pretty cool then. Yeah. Is there any other country then, or do like? Oh my god, yeah. Because the list goes on and on. For... Dragon Ball was a worldwide phenomenon long before it came to the U.S. Right, right. Like a lot of U.S. fans don't understand that. Like it was already <laughs> huge elsewhere in the world. Hmm. So, the, but they all made like different versions of the songs for their country. Most, from what I've seen, use the actual original Japanese songs and just do their own, you know, native language vocals over top. Nice. Because can you imagine? Uh, oh my god, can you imagine the the same lead guy doing the song? Doing all of them now for every. He doesn't country. actually perform. Oh, the Spanish version or anything. That'd be so yeah, great, though. You know what? Mary would probably say something from the Philippines, Songs of a High-Spirited Saga, that released over there, because they were in English, and they were, you know, the the actual Japanese song. Mm-hmm. So it's not like um, What's My Destiny, where it's a different song entirely. Anyways, so I think that concludes that, answers that. Thank you, Jeff, for actually answering the question. <laughs> no, cool. I tried. We get another email here. This one comes to us from Randy. Oh, and I like Randy, because he says, Hello, Mike, Mary, Julian, and Jeff, if he's about. Well, I am, so... Thank you. Anyway, wow, I can't believe how awesome your site is, and yours too, Mary. I just had to check it out after hearing about you running Tempelo Trunks that I had to come across so long ago. Smiley face. And how depressed I am that I overpassed it a year or so ago when I could have been enjoying the wonderful community you've created of hardcore, intelligent Dragon Ball fans. This is getting too nice, Jeff. You have to read it condescendingly now. Okay, I'll do the... Here's the condescending version. Wow, I can't believe how awesome your site is. (laughs) And yours too, Mary. I just had to check it out after hearing about you running Temple of Trunks that I had to come across so long ago. And how depressed I am that I overpassed it a year or so ago when I could have been enjoying the wonderful community you've created of hardcore, intelligent... Dragon Ball fans. <laughs> wow, it sounds so different. <laughs> All right, please continue. <laughs> Play that side by side. That is amazing right there. I'm an actor. Hire me. I started reading the site a few months ago and finally started listening to the podcast today. Cough. Listen to episodes 121 to 123 today between classes and while commuting. Turned out to be a very long cough. Thanks to Mike Vegito EX helping me figure out the RSS feed last night and really enjoy how great you can keep a podcast about Dragon Ball, which is great considering the show ended quite a, a while ago. Going with such consistency and incredible quality, I, and I guess it's attributed to your wonderful group. I just wanted to fantard out to you guys. You make Dragon Ball that much more enjoyable to me, and your sites mean a lot. That was a very long parenthesis. <laughs> <Side> <laughs> <point>. I know. <laughs> 
Yeah, but he but he's cool about it. That's awesome. Anyway, if I wanted this email to have any content, I guess it would have to be a suggestion to your inconsistencies video line in that there is a there's that whole Vegeta taking off from the group on Earth while Son Goku and Frieza are fighting on Namek, only to reappear the next episode with seemingly no change in tone over the fight he had with Gohan. I'm sure it was mentioned on Dicey X, but just wanted to give you some content slash suggestion for more vids. Finally, thanks again for making this awesome community and keep it going. I love you guys. It's great to know how awesome Dragon Ball fans still are, and I hope to continue talking with you all via email, forum, or chat, and hope to be friends with you all. And that's what Dragon Ball's all about, is being friends with people, as the songs would lead you to believe. <laughs> right. And Goku a little bit. He makes friends with everyone. Um, so thank you for all the kind words, but uh, we'll, we'll gloss over that and get to the actual content, like you said, the question. <laughs> this is definitely one of the inconsistencies videos I really want to do. It's funny how most of my inconsistencies, stuff that I want to do, all comes from like the same era of the Frieza saga, but I guess that says a lot about that portion of the TV series. So Jeff, just to give you a little background, and we'll mm-hmm. get to it eventually, um, while Goku and Frieza are fighting on Namek, everyone gets wished back to Earth, and Vegeta's there, and Gohan's there, Piccolo's there. And in the TV series, Vegeta and Gohan start fighting a little bit, and blah, 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 blah. But that doesn't happen in the manga, hmm. that little fight between them. Hmm. And so then the TV series obviously continues with what the manga does, and Vegeta's just still sitting there with everyone in the next scene. So you have this really weird disconnect between his fight with Gohan, where everyone's all pissy, and then suddenly he's just back on the ground being snarky with everyone. Hmm. So that would make a really neat inconsistencies video where, like, this is what happened in the manga, and why the hell are you bada bada bada? So I'm probably going to want to do one of those in the future. I think I have at least another half dozen inconsistencies videos ideas. It's just a matter of doing them. I actually did rip the scene for my next one and I scanned the manga chapters. So I have the material to do my next one. I guess I just have to do the voiceover and the mixing, all that stuff, which is really the hard work. So we'll see another one eventually. So cool. Thanks, Randy. Um, Randy has a Zune. And so he popped over on the forum like, how do I subscribe to a podcast with my Zune? Because, you know, we have the, the iTunes link oh it's really right. easy but so for anyone out there if you just download this show like you right click save as it, it's a podcast it has something called an rss feed that you can subscribe to with programs and it will automatically download the episode every week as soon as it comes out so i mean you can depending on if you have a zoom or an ipod or whatever you can read up descriptions on how to do it. it's really easy now you just kind of like copy an address paste it in and it just shows up magically every week You'll wake up in the morning and you'll have all this content to go to work or school with. Unlike a Dragon Ball CD box that we're waiting for. <laughs> no, it's not here yet. It's quarter past two. I don't think the mail came yet. Uh, come on. All right. This has gone on long enough. Those are the emails. Jeff, if people have questions, comments, suggestions, all that stuff, there's an address to send it to. What is that address? My God, you're right. There is. It is P-O-D-C-A-S-T at D-A-I-Z-E-X dot C-O-M. That is podcast at D-I-Z-E-X dot com. I love that you just know this shit and you say it right now. Because <laughs> I'm like, a, I'm around the corner. I probably just hear it in my head while you guys are doing <laughs> the episodes that I'm not here oh, for. Oh, man. I saw something in the reflection of this monitor. Nope, that was the mail nope. truck. That was not the mail truck. It was a van or something. That Damn was it. a van. All right, so that's the end of the emails. Let's take it on over to the contest. We are giving away, thanks to a generous donation, the Dragon Ball Commander Red Saga DVD set. These 
Well, I guess you could say these are two DVDs in one convenient set. This is Dragon Ball TV episodes 58 to 67. It is the conclusion of the Red Ribbon Army saga. You have to send an email to a special email address. Jeff, this is going to our contest address, which is... C-O-N-T-E-S-T at D-A-I-Z-E-X dot C-O-M. That is correct. Contest com. It's going to be a random drawing, but there is one rule. You have to have the word red in the subject somewhere. I have loved the sentences that people have written in with so far. (laughs) I'm having a really hard time differentiating between contest entries and spam. Oh, nice. So I think that says a lot about what a lot of people are writing in about and with. So (laughs) major props to everyone with what they're doing. So get in your entries by April 25th at 12 noon. I believe that's a Friday. And then uh, that episode that weekend, we will give this away in a random number drawing. It's sealed. It's volume Five, I think that says Commander Red Saga DVDs unopened and sealed awesomeness sweet that's the end of the show wow that that was a podcast episode wow. I'm gonna switch back over to I haven't looked at that we've recorded for going on 45 minutes now I mean I don't know what that'll come down to after editing and stuff and you know our break to go get more coffee and stuff like that yeah right but somehow my my plans of doing a 10 to 15 minute podcast did not quite work out <laughs> not when I'm here damn it I have to edit this my fault. Ha ha. I have to drive in like three hours. That's why people own laptops. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Jeff, thanks for chilling, hanging out and stuff. Of getting course. lunch and yeah. coffee. And... Our usual Friday, you know. <laughs> That's right. Friday's cool. Yeah. So uh, I guess we'll see you later. All I right. know we'll see you in at least a month for more manga. Yep, definitely. Maybe we'll see you before then. Hopefully. And maybe next month we'll have something else cool to talk about. Yeah. I'm excited. Very. Sweet. So until then, uh, what do you guys say? Uh, I have to say goodbye to all you lovely, lovely folks there in podcast land. Nice. You know what I have to say? What do you have to say? It is freaking hot in here. Yes, I need it to is. turn the air back on. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm we still need... wearing these stupid headphones and like pouring with sweat from my ears. You've no idea, people. This is the most attractive image you've ever seen of my. No, it is not. <laughs> it is horrific and disgusting and repulsive. Uh... And I can't wait to let the kitties out of the bedroom. Get the air going. Oh, nice. All right, so this is episode 124, if you can call it that. Hopefully, we'll be back with 125 next week. Even if the CD set comes in like now. Now, I'm, I'm not recording anything about it. You'll hear about it next week. Ha-ha. You'll see pictures on the website probably Monday. <laughs> if it comes, we're really open. So uh, hopefully next week we'll do that, and hopefully we'll see Mary and Julian and all of our regular stuff. So until then, for Mary and for Julian, who are not here, for Jeff, thanks for chilling. Yep. My name is Mike, Vegito EX, and I really need to get the air conditioner going. You dying over there? That was a burp. Oh.